0: You're listening to the Staffing at Tiffany's Experience, behind the scenes of Household Staff.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Staffing at Tiffany's Experience. I am your host, Tiffany Kinder, CEO and founder of Staffing at Tiffany's, and I'm joined always by my co-host, Andrea Brudig, Placement Director of Staffing at Tiffany's. Hi, Andrea. Hello, Hello. Tiffany. (laughs) Today, I thought it would be a really great podcast topic that's important, and also kicking off the new year, 2024, talking about emotional intelligence and empathy in household staffing. First, wanted to kind of just go over what defines emotional intelligence and empathy in the context of household staffing. It's really the ability to recognize, understand, and manage one's emotions and those of others, Well, empathy refers to understanding and sharing the feelings of others. And I think both are important in this industry to have. A lot of people talk about emotional IQ today. That's an important topic that we hear a lot. Sometimes we think about it just in our personal lives. And in this industry, in the service-based industry of household staffing, we recognize how important it is to have that balance. And when I say balance, I say that for a reason, and I think we're going to touch on some scenarios and and reasons why, when you're working in this industry, it really does need to be a balance because you're working with so many different personalities, temperaments, and sometimes even diversity, other languages, and how things can get taken out of context really fast and really easy. I believe if you have the right balance, high emotional intelligence, Definitely, definitely fosters a more harmonious, supportive work environment within a household team.
0: I like that you brought up balance. Balance is key. And I want to talk a little bit about the four pillars of emotional intelligence. But before I do that, one of my favorite slogans in life is, we cannot change people. We can only change how we react to them. And that goes a long way coupled with balance. And so what I've learned about the four pillars of emotional intelligence are number one is self-awareness. One has to recognize their own emotions and understand how they influence our actions. Number two is self-regulation. Manage emotions in a healthy way and adapt to the ever-changing circumstances. Number three is empathy. Understand other people's emotions and offer some sort of comfort and support. And last but not least, number four is social skills. Build and maintain relationships and effective communication. These four pillars really add to that balanced lifestyle and navigating through
1: these two topics in The household staff industry. That's interesting. I agree. And we've seen that many times over the years where you have different personalities, different temperaments. And usually if there's one person in that team that has that high emotional IQ, they can deflate situations pretty, pretty fast, which is helpful.
0: You know, not only can they deflate situations, but that way of thinking that way of behaving is sometimes contagious, and it rubs off on others in a very positive way. In other words, that individual leads by example, and other household staff members sort of want what they have in that ability to, like I said before, we can't change people. We can only change how we react to them. And they'll watch that person reacting in a, I'm going to call it non-reactive way. And they want to be like that. So there are a lot of resources out there to help anyone, household, staff, industry, or any industry on how to get here. It isn't an overnight matter. But it also doesn't take a lifetime.
1: Right. And I would say if we're in the hierarchy of staff, the estate manager or the director of residence or the household manager, where it's the trickle down, and we do look for that, they have to have high emotional intelligence and empathy, but, but yet a balance where they know where to teeter on that line because you know everybody's looking up to them. But then again, our households that are not fully staffed, let's just say they have one or two staff, maybe they have a housekeeper and a nanny. Sometimes, you know, if job descriptions are not facilitated in the correct way, there can be some blurred lines on whose responsibility is things and this is my responsibility or this is your responsibility or I don't work with this. And so if one has that emotional IQ to handle the situation effectively, then you have that this harmonious balance, I guess you could say. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. And also I've had clients say, please find me someone with thick skin. I don't have time during my busy day to manage all the extra or what have you. And so sometimes they will say that or sometimes they'll say, I don't want that assertive, aggressive, bold, I need somebody that's a little more compassionate and caring and empathetic. So our clients will give us adjectives to describe their ideal candidate. And it's our job to listen to that, recognize, pay attention and respect it and honor it when we send potential candidate profiles. And some of our candidates we've known for a long time with the 26 years of returning candidates, we get to know them a little bit better than maybe some of the newer candidates. And if they stick around long enough in time, we develop relationships with them as well.
1: Right. But also having that skill set that we both possess of being able to read the room and understand pretty quickly when a client calls and says, these are our needs. This is what our home life looks like. This is who's in the home. We can pretty quickly assess what type of candidates would be best fit for that environment. And there's lots of moving parts. And we explain this to our clients a lot. When we're sourcing candidates, things change in a family dynamic. Over the past 10 years, don't you agree, Andrea, there's been more of like... um, We've seen like an elderly family member is going to move in. That can change the dynamics. And if there's a housekeeper there that has this high emotional I.Q, they might know and understand, let me give a little bit more attention to this, this elderly person that's here in this new environment and, you know make them feel special. It's things like that in this service-based industry that when you have this skill set, or so, you know some people just have it intuitively that they can just make people around them feel special or feel taken care of because this industry is ever-changing, always moving, right? right. <laughs> There's never a dull moment. Days change, and this is a service-based industry, but yet you have to be multi-talented to read a room. And we were talking about that, in a, I believe, in another episode about candidates that work for families and the best ones that we place are the ones that just can really read a room or understand, okay, I need to kind of change my demeanor right here, right now, because the family is talking about something serious or, or something serious just happened or vice versa.
0: Yes. And my thoughts on that is it's not always the seasoned veteran, the potential client or client thinks I need that 10, 15 years plus experience. I need a seasoned veteran. Don't send me anyone with less experience because not all of them have these traits, right? The traits vary. So interesting that you brought up... I think something just a fun and exciting part of yesterday is that we were getting a new client in and you were getting ready to draft the custom tailored job description for the role and without even getting that far the light bulb went on and you said oh i already can think of someone i have someone in mind that's perfect for this role i mean hot off the press. We haven't even posted the roll yet, and you were able to make a match with the wheels spinning. We have cases like that often. That's not just a yesterday fun story, but that's what makes it so exciting when we get something new in and we already have someone in mind, it's not just about meets all the bullet points, right? Because there's the duties and there's the tasks and there's the level of experience and the level of educational background. But then there's exactly this. Does this person have the emotional intelligence? Do they have enough empathy or too much maybe empathy that we we need back to that balance? So just yesterday we had that fun and exciting moment, and I'm sure that candidate has been sent, and I can't wait to see if that candidate gets selected. True.
1: I mean, emotional intelligence and empathy is a very valuable tool to cope with any kind of situation that comes up, especially in this industry. kind of want to go over some real-life scenarios um, of how this kind of has come in play, if you will. We just talked about this, how A family member brought in an elderly parent who probably experienced feelings of loneliness and isolation, and they could read the room. They offered assistance and just made that elderly parent feel welcomed and happy, and and that just makes the whole house feel better. So that's a good example. There's also maybe if two staff members have a disagreement over duties or priorities, If one of them is known for their high emotional intelligence and empathy, they can mediate the conflict. They can encourage both parties to say, okay, express your concerns openly, actively listen to each side, validate perspectives. And then by that one staff member having that high level of emotional intelligence, it just helps them find common ground and then they can move through it. That's what we like to see in this industry where people in working in the homes know how to do this and know how to do this effectively. When we write a job description, yes, there are duties that these candidates need to know how to do within a home, but then there's these underlying skill sets that are just really important to have if you are working in this industry. And like I said before, some of these homes are fully staffed. You know, we have chefs, an executive housekeeper, housekeepers under the executive housekeeper A nanny, there could be a governess, chauffeur, executive protection, groundskeepers. I mean, this is a team, and we see this a lot. There's a lot of moving parts, there's a lot of people. And as our clients are hiring, they're looking to us to staff these homes. So, as an agency, as what we do, it's not only fulfilling, yes, this is a job description, but it's so important to find that right candidate. That's going to fit into the home. that's why we like to ask questions and it's not like we're trying to be nosy. some clients don't get it and some clients do or maybe we're working with the personal assistant or the household manager and we're, we're just known for that we're, we, we kind of dig a little bit deeper but we're digging deeper because we're trying to find the right type of candidate that's going to fit in this mm-hmm. scenario already. Tell me a little bit about the staff. How does a normal day run? Are things progressing smoothly? Is there a staff member that you have problems with? The people that can answer those questions to us graciously make it so much easier for us to get it right the first time, which we normally do. But it's not to pry and it's not to be nosy. It's really to understand the full picture. And that's our job. That's what we do.
0: Yeah, and I heard you speak a little bit about conflict resolution and effective communication, and those are huge. And back to yesterday's, scenario, I also recall that on my initial phone call, I said to this, at that moment, potential client, thank you for being so thorough on your client questionnaire. It really helps us. This is the most important document to us. And she, she said, oh, you're welcome. I, I hope I didn't put too much down. And I said, no, never too much because this." she took the time to be thorough and we were able to really understand what she's looking for. And so I was able to thank her and, and she appreciated that that, that was, uh, was well received.
1: It is. It's so helpful.
0: There are so many different scenarios and examples and we could talk about it all day. I'd like to just read a quote. I actually sent this quote to a candidate uh, last week that was struggling with something and looking for some clarity and came came with a question. And so this I think speaks volume to responses. And it says between stimulus and response there is a space. In that space lies our freedom and power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and freedom.
1: That's a very Andrea quote. I like that.
0: Thank you. And I have it at my fingertips to send to people when they're struggling with something or they just want some clarity and they ask, can I pick your brain for five, 10 minutes today? And this could be a candidate, could be a client. This could also be a friend or a family member, right? But yes, so I wanted to, to just kind of talk about that's the pause, just the pause. And we can recognize when candidates are very poised and very practiced in their emotional intelligence, because like I said, it doesn't happen overnight. And I'm not, it's not that it's not teachable. Like I said, there's a lot of resources online and literature that can be uh, listened to, read, but with practice comes better results. Definitely.
1: Definitely. And that's something within this agency, we get a lot of phone calls from candidates if they're in a situation where they might not know how to handle it, they'll contact us and say, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. How can I handle it? And again, us having high emotional IQ is important as well. I actually just got off a phone call with a, a nanny that is in a very high conflict situation where it's almost sounds abusive, I guess. But she contacted me as a lifeline. This is not even somebody that I've placed. But, you know, we get known for this and we are experts at what we do. And yeah, I did take the time to talk to her. And I think I gave her some really great advice. And she was really emotional in the beginning. She understood what she can and can't do and that she's she's not a tree. She can move if she needs to. But within our network, we want to always try to deflate the situation and make for the best. And usually with proper communication, it always works out. So if you have a fully staffed home, we have gotten more of these um, assessments that clients want to do. So if they have a company already and they put their regular staff through these personality tests, do you feel that that, do you, what do you feel about that, Andrea?
0: Oh, yes. Okay. These are kind of big. They're not something that you and I use with our candidates, but if a client chooses to add it to their screening process, we're open. We're open to it. I think my my best what do I think about it answer is I'm glad that only a very small percentage of our clients choose to use it for now. And I would need to do a little m- more research on the accuracy and results of it, but
1: it's out there. I think that when we're talking to somebody over the phone and we start to give in the interview process, which we do sometimes like hypotheticals, like if we know the client already, we know situations that have come up and we know that they'll probably come up again. How would they handle it? And we can just ask them on the spot. I like to hear how they tell it, like what they say and how, do they gasp? Do they, oh my gosh, I don't, or, or are they calm and cool and they just have this great answer or, you know, how do they answer it? And then not only interviewing candidates correctly, but then talking to references saying, would you recommend her in a situation like this? Or would you recommend her, I know she was a nanny with some household management duties for you. This is a full-blown more house management role. How do you think that she would handle that? And it's interesting to hear what references say as far as their experience with them. Um, But yeah, these personality tests I think are helpful, but I think it's really getting down to getting to know somebody better and kind of just asking them some point-blank questions, some hypothetical questions, and see how they answer it. Also, when you, we always recommend clients, especially if you have staff in the home to do a one or two day trial, just to see how they fit in with the other staff. If you bring in the wrong person, um, what do they say? One apple can ruin the whole barrel.
0: Right. You know, the trial shifts for four hour trial shift, eight right. hour trial shift, one or two. I like to say it can really bring complete clarity on whether this is a good match for the candidate and a good match for the client. Now, anybody can have an off day, but these sometimes these trial shifts really, they bring clarity and clarity is important because the next step is going to be an offer letter. And then how do I know if I want to sign the offer letter if I don't have the clarity? So that's another really good point because most all of our candidates, they're ready to sign and accept the offer letter. They don't need the 48 hours. They don't need to process with, they kind of hit that point where the process has been so thorough that they're excited, they're right. ready and they're looking forward to signing, so.
1: Good points, yeah. Yeah, one other thing I think about sometimes is when we know a candidate has a certain capacity for emotional IQ or just that compassion or that empathy, And because we know a little bit more going on in our client's life and we know where another candidate, yeah, on paper, they might look like the better fit. I love it when clients trust us, you know, to say, you know what, I know this candidate might look better on paper, but trust us, this is the candidate that's going to fit better in your home or we just recently had you know a woman she you know she was diagnosed with cancer and she was doing you know radiation and chemo and there was a lot of that going on and they needed to hire a family assistant for their home and i just felt that there was one in particular for many reasons that was going to fit better she was kind of leaning towards this other candidate that yes they interviewed well and i think they were qualified but there was a better fit and she agreed with me and went with what I said. And, you know, I just got the the email recently saying, thank you so much for recommending her. And she just gave me these things that she's done for the family and for the kids because she intuitively knew what was needed at that time to support the family. And those are the success stories that I love to hear. It's something that we look for when we're working with clients is how who's going to fit in best in that household or that team. Yeah, so I just wanted to touch on that as well.
0: I'm glad you brought up trust because that's definitely a big component of all of this. The trust is even heightened with returning clients. Oh, yeah. Trust has to be built, right? Trust also takes a little bit of time, but very quickly we're able to earn and gain the trust of the clients and the candidates that we're working with. And that's what sets us apart as well. And we get complimented by many candidates and clients for these things. But trust is a huge component. So I'm glad that you brought
1: that up. Relations have to be built on trust. Our goal is their goal. And we always say that to clients and candidates. Our goal is your goal. We want a great placement. We want a harmonious, happy connection. And that's the goal's. I just encourage listeners to consider these traits when hiring and managing household staff for a more efficient household environment. And you can look this up. It's emotional IQ. I think a lot of people talk about it, but sometimes we don't think about it in the, the world of household staffing and just how important it is. So I'm glad we have this platform to talk about and highlight the importance of empathy in household staffing and this emotional intelligence. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to the Staffing at Tiffany's experience. Please share our podcast and stay tuned for more episodes. Visit us at Staffing at Tiffany's
1: dot com